And the blood. The totality of the Christian life is based on the cross and the blood. The cross and the blood. Say the cross and the blood. So the king. Without the cross, there will be no blood. When Jesus was born, the Bible said that he was born not just to come and live, but to die. And the death has to take place on the cross. And without the cross and the death and the blood, there will not be glory. So the cross, the blood, his death precedes his glory. If you want to see the glory of God, you must encounter the cross. You must encounter the cross and you might have been affected by the blood. These two things work together because whatever you are going through was dealt with on the cross and by the blood, whatever you need was given you. Can I have an amen? I said, whatever you are going through was dealt with on the cross. And whatever you need to overcome and make it was given through the blood. And I pray that this morning there shall be a conjunction of the cross and the blood in your life. Therefore, because it was a preparation day, that the bodies should not remain on the cross on the Sabbath. For that Sabbath was a high day. Their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear. And immediately, blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified. And his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth so that you may believe. For these things were done that the scriptures should be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, they shall look on him whom they pierced. Can I have an amen? Jesus went to the cross for a purpose. Because Satan has deceived the whole world. And when he came on this earth, we saw what Jesus was doing. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He cast out devils. Satan has besieged the whole world and people were under his influence. In fact, in Acts chapter 8, the Bible said that there was a man called Simeon. When he saw that people were receiving the Holy Spirit, 
He wanted them to give him money so that he would buy the Holy Spirit. But Peter told him that you shall be blind for the sake of the fact that you think the things of God will be bought with monies. He had bewitched the whole town. In the book of Acts also, or when Paul went to Ephesus, there was a certain young lady who had familiar spirits who told people about their future and things that may happen. Like those of you who, when you are walking in town, people meet you and say, Asem If you are born again, it is not those people who must tell you about your future. Can I talk to somebody? He's telling you something. The next time you meet you again, but the Bible says that we are complete in him who is above all principalities and powers. Say, I am complete in him who is above every principality, every power, every rulers of darkness. In the name of Jesus, we are complete in him. But Paul turning back rebuked that spirit. And when he rebuked that spirit, they wanted to beat Paul up because they were giving him money. Every familiar spirit that has been around you. Let me tell you how familiar spirits. You see, I want the Holy Spirit to take over the service. Familiar spirits are spirits that are around you from the day you were born. They know everything about you. They know how to just twist it around you. They are familiar, they are familiar with you. These are the spirits that these Asemka crap people use. It's not the spirit of God. They counter what we call familiar spirits. Spirits that are familiar with you. I disentangle you from their powers. They are not of God. They are the spirits which anybody who wants to attack you uses. I say, I disentangle you. I disentangle their power. I disentangle their works. I disentangle their influence. Over your life. Over your future. Over the plan of God. Over your life. In the name of Jesus, every familiar spirit around you, I cast their roots. I disentangle you. The cross is a place of pain. The cross is a place of hurt. The cross is a place of betrayal. The cross is a place of shame. That's where the cross stands for. So when Jesus went to the cross, he was representing us of all the things that we had been through. That was what the cross stands for. Now, the Bible says that when Jesus said he was going to die, Peter rebuked him and says, don't say that. And Jesus turned back and said, get behind me, Satan. Because if Jesus didn't go to the cross, we couldn't have been delivered. The cross showed where we were. The cross show the level of our condemnation. The cross signifies the highest form of criminality. We are like criminals. As you know, in the Roman Empire, the worst punishment is to be crucified. In America, I think they do it by electric. Um, listen, they just put it on you and then you are gone. But at that time, they put you on a tree and then you begin to go through a lot, demorage. As you hang there, the blood inside you begin to just go down and drain and drain and you are, then you die. So the Bible says that when Jesus was about to die, they called 
these other criminals who were due to be sentenced. And they put Jesus around him so that Jesus will also look like a criminal. And indeed, at the time that he stood there, and at the time that he hung there, he was a criminal for us. And the Bible says that one of them had the audacity to insult him and say, if indeed you are the son of God, save yourself and come and save us. But a criminal cannot save another criminal. If there was any time Jesus was ever sad in his life, it was when he hung on the cross. If there was any time he went through any pain, it was when he hung on the cross. If there was any time that Jesus felt that the Father had forsaken him, it was when he hung on the cross. For the Bible said, he said, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? In other words, you have made me to look like a criminal. And I can foresee all the demons jubilating. They were jubilating. Because the one who was casting devils has now been put on the cross like a criminal. And the Bible said that the women who were going to market, they saw him and said, you say you pull down the temple and build it in three days. Come down and come and pull it down and build it. You say you are Christ. It's not the men, no. it's the women. They were the same women who were also crying. Women are the only people who can cry and eat in a funeral at the same time. Yeah. 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 I had one in my family. Yeah. There was a funeral. She cried and cried. So I told one of my cousins, Oh, she's so sad. She loves our auntie so much. And she, honestly, the crying was above every other body. Anybody who was at the funeral. Then after 15 minutes, he came in. to phone He was coming to get more energy to go and cry. Moguso. In other words, have you put soup on it? Even if you are finished. So once we think that maybe she's mourning, she's doing her job. That is her duty and her calling. She is there to weep. But it takes energy. So the women said, come out and come and save us. Jesus. But lying on the cross was for a purpose. He hung for you and I. Give him some praise. That's his desire to be there. You are free forever. I say you are free forever. I know you have heard that you are free, but today your freedom shall materialize before your own eyes. Because I tell you, you can be told of something which you know you have it, but you cannot experience it. But there shall be a total experience. Not a part experience. A total experience. Jesus had to hang on the cross to go through all the shame with all the criminals. And I can see vultures. 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 And let me, I'm going to tell someone. I said, listen to me carefully. Vultures. The Bible says that when Jesus hung on the cross, they came to test them. 
Because after some time when they test you and they realize that you are not dead, they broke your legs. But the Bible says in the book of Psalms, said none of his legs were broken. None. So when they came, they checked. <laughs> and then they realized that Jesus, everything was intact, but that he was dead. Now listen to me carefully. If he's dead, then take him. The Bible said that prophetically, a soldier got up with a toss speed, with a spear, and went to just pierce his rib. And blood and water came out for your salvation and for my salvation. So when we are saved, we are saved and washed with the blood. Then we are baptized by water to signify that we have come to a new life. So what he did was a symbolic for our salvation. So when the blood came out, something took place. Once the blood hit Calvary, and Jesus died, the Bible said there was darkness over the whole place. Darkness. And there was tender. And there was lightning. These are things that take place in the presence of God. And the Bible said, and in his throne, there are tenders and lightnings. And the Bible says that the veil between the holy and the most holy place was torn into two. And to give us access into his presence. So the blood now began to work. Now listen to me carefully. But there was another man who stood by Jesus and said, Lord, remember me in where? In paradise. Jesus said that today you shall be with me in paradise. But that man who spoke against the Son of God, the Bible said immediately vultures came and took his eyes. Came straight and took his eyes. Plucked his eyes. The vulture came and entered his eye and took it out. Took this one out. Just taking them out. He was fully under demonic power. I came to announce to somebody that Satan cannot touch your body. I said, you are cleansed by the blood. You are soaked by the blood. You are delivered by the blood. Give him some praise. It takes humility to go to the cross. In Philippians chapter 2 verse 8, it takes humility. In Philippians chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible says, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So Jesus didn't die an ordinary death. He had to be obedient to the death on the cross. Lazarus just died. He didn't go to the cross. There was no issue. But the Bible said Jesus had to be obedient. In other words, God said, come to die for us. I said, fine, I will die. Then he said, no, we don't, I don't want to just die like that. I want you to die a shameful death. I want you to die like a criminal. I want you to die as if you, you will never be pardoned. That's how we die like that. But when he died, before he died, can I tell somebody something? Satan doesn't know everything about you. I want to tell somebody. He knows some things about you. But he doesn't know everything about you. God reserved the blood for the last show. So to them, they have finished with him. I came to tell somebody who is down that this is not the end of your life. 
came to tell somebody who has gone through some challenges and still is going through some challenges that this is not the end of it. The last show is about to take place. The blood is about to speak for you. I said, the blood will speak for you. So when Jesus, well, the Bible said, he came and poured the blood and then he took Satan by surprise that our salvation has taken place. Then the blood then began to speak. For in Hebrew chapter 9 verse 22, the Bible says that we know that all things by law, all things, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with the blood and without the shedding of blood, there is no remission or forgiveness. Can I have an amen? amen? And so immediately, he died a criminal death. Blood was poured so that forgiveness will come for us. Give the Lord some praise. Yeah. So in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, Paul testified by the Spirit says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. In him we have redemption through his blood. So our redemption, to be redeemed, means that to be saved, to be bought, to be paid for, to have you back. Through the blood, no angel could pay for it. No money could handle it. Only the blood of Jesus. What can wash my Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can wash my sins away? Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, what can wash away my sins? Oh, nothing. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh. Can we be on your feet, everybody? Oh, precious oh, is the blood. Oh, precious is the blood. That makes me white as snow. That makes me white as snow. No other fountain I know. No. Fountain 
No other fount I know. everybody something is taking place in your life anything in your life that is a struggle is being broken this morning because you have come to the cross and you have experienced the blood say I am delivered saved covenanted with the blood of Jesus I take authority by the name of Jesus through the covenant of the blood, I set myself totally free from all the challenges, difficulties, bondages I find myself in. Today, I consciously declare my deliverance, my salvation, as Jesus has done for me over 2,000 years ago. I apply the blood to my life. I apply the blood to my calling. I apply the blood to my destiny. I apply the blood to my purpose. I apply the blood to my dreams. I apply the blood to everything that God has given me. I apply the blood to my home, to my family. I apply the blood in the name of Jesus. Now, little ones, I confront powers, wickedness, enchantments, spells, bewitchment, necromancy, all kinds of powers, shrines, mediums, I confront them by the power of the blood of Jesus, 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 of the blood of Jesus. I confront those powers in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Say, I take my place, my rightful place that is ordained for me. At this time of my life. In the name of Jesus. I take my position. As my God giving right. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I disentangle myself. From every power. That holds me down. In the name of Jesus. I come against. By the power of the blood. Every power. That brings fear. Death. Failure into my life. Every power that takes over me today by the application of the blood on the cross which is on me, I take dominion, I exercise it consciously by myself in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I break their influence. I break their powers. 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 In the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Be where you are. Across the hottest desert. I'll travel near or far. 
my tears. 